Pastor Marty Derricott this evening. And yeah, we'll slide it up a little bit. And we pray for strength like Elijah to come upon him. Let him outrun chariots and <laughs> supernatural strength. Man, if that don't crank your tractor, I don't know what does. That was six years ago she saw that. Some of you are still not convinced. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Some of us are still like, eh, I don't know. I don't know what it would take. I don't. That's wonderful. Psalm 126. Psalm 126. Ask them to bring the whiteboard out because I want to write some things down. So if you're not in a place where you can see from the corner, you might want to slide in somewhere. Maybe you don't care. It's all right. <laughs> but if you, if you want to see what's on the board, um, I learned early on in communicating, I try to study communication as much as I can. You would think if I studied that much, I'd be better at it. But I, I learned that we only, we only retain about 11% of what we hear. Y'all didn't retain that. We retain about 11% of what we hear. 86% of what we retain comes from what we see. The other 4%, somebody do the math on that, is, a, is, what, we, is what we retain from taste, touch, smell. 86% of what we retain is from what we see. That's why kids get it already. They get it. They don't have to hear you talk. They see it, and they get it. We have, uh, I was, somebody reached out to me the other day and said, I have a, a four-year-old, I think she's four years old, and he said, do you think um, she could come and get in the water? She's watched it, she sees it, and she keeps telling me she wants to get in. Do you think she understands? I said, better than us. Better than us. Or better than, better than me, anyway. I'll say that. Psalm 126, as you get to Psalm 126, I'm going to read uh, Malachi one more time just so we can kind of refresh on what we've been led in from our pastor in the past couple of weeks. Have you enjoyed lordship and God's guarantee? If you didn't get one of those cards, get one of those cards. Um, if you hadn't filled it out, we have people from other states going, hey, we want to, we want to get in on that. We want to partner with you from other states that, that want to. Uh, and some are not even online covenant partners. They just want to give. Because they see what, what's happening here. They see it. 87% of what we retain comes from what we see. See. So you're at Psalm 126. I'm going to read from Malachi 3 just to get us caught up on what we want to talk about tonight. I just want to tag and kind of build upon um, the messages that we've been hearing. So tonight, I'm going to need you to not, <clears throat> don't sit back and be a spectator. Be a participator. The, the louder you shout, the quicker we get out of here. <laughs> but, but honestly, some things are caught and some things are taught. I'm going to try to teach tonight. I'm not a very good teacher. I don't claim to be. I claim to love Jesus and worship him, and I have passion. Uh, passion means I put into something more than required. That's just the way I've always lived my Christian life is with passion, putting in more than what is expected or required. That's when you tap into passion. I want to live a passionate life. I don't want to just live by passion. Passion alone won't get things executed. You need action too. I want passionate action. Well, anyway, some things are taught. I'm going to teach some things, and some things are caught. Some things that I teach tonight you won't get, but if you'll catch something, it'll last a whole lot longer than what your mind can retain. It'll get in you. What gets in you drives you. All right? Malachi 3, this is... This is just coming from teaching, um, I, believe, I believe Willie kind of touched on it tonight in the opening scripture. Malachi 3, 8 through 12 says this. You stay at Psalm 126. We'll get there in just a second. But Malachi says this just to catch us up. Will a man rob God, yet you have robbed me? Say you. you. It's going to get real personal if you read it that way. Uh, Will a man rob God, yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? 
in tithes and offerings. Uh-oh. You, say me, you, this, is, this would have been us if we don't tap into this God guarantee. If we don't tap into what God's offering us, then this will be us. We will be cursed with a curse. He said, you are cursed with a curse for you have robbed me. That's what he said. You've robbed me. And we got the difference between stealing and robbing. Wasn't that an awesome illustration? Robbing versus stealing. Stealing, the thief comes in the night to steal. The robber just puts you at gunpoint face to face. And so when you come into the house and you don't operate in that, in that dynamic duo, tithes and offerings, we rob him. I want to talk about that tonight. Most of us, we get caught up in tithe and we, we're obedient with that. It's a stretch for us to do that. But then we want God to bless something that he's not obligated to bless. He's obligated to bless his seed, not the tithe. The tithe belongs to his, uh, to him. The offering is what he can get in on. The offering is the seed, not your tithe. The tithe is his. We're going to talk about that tonight. He said you rob me in tithes and offerings. How can you rob a God who created everything? How can you rob a God who owns it all? The cattle on a thousand hills and the blades of grass they eat. How do you rob him? You don't rob him financially. It's not like you're taking money out of his pocket. We rob him of the ability to bless us and the seed that we sow. So, he said, you're robbing me. In verse 10, he gives us the, the, the uh, solution to not rob him. Malachi 3.10, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven, if you bring what? Tithes only? No. Tithes and offerings. It's Malachi. It's three. It's verse number eight. Tithes and offerings. He said, if you'll do this, if you'll bring the tithe in, then I can get in on your seed and bless the seed. And when I bless the seed, I will open up for you the windows of heaven and pour out to you such a blessing, there will not be room enough for you to handle it. I don't know about you, I want to live that kind of life. I want to live the kind of life where I can't contain all the blessings and resources that are coming to me. And if I can't contain it, that means i got to share it with my family, my friends, my church. Come on, somebody. We're going to talk about seed tonight. He said, he said, I will open up the windows of heaven for you. The windows of heaven. And pour out such a blessing, there will not be room for you to receive it all. And, I will re and I'll do this too. He said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. My God. Nor shall the vine fail to bear you fruit. You fruit, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. He said, I will rebuke the devourer. That word devourer is seed eater. He said, I want to rebuke the seed eater. Because he's coming for your seed. That's his assignment. So if we don't do certain things, the, the, the word is saying the seed eater is coming for your seed. And he will devour it. Unless you do some things. What's the things I have to do? Bring the whole tithe. Not part of it, not some of it. Not almost all of it, the whole tithe. What's the tithe? 10%. We don't have time to get into the tithe. I want to talk about the offering. I want to talk about the seed. I want, to talk about, I want to talk about this thing right here. Oh, are you at Psalm 126? <laughs> I want to talk about this. Are you, does anybody have the, new, the King James Version? Anybody got the King James Version? I'm going to read out of the King James. Tonight. I brought the old school with me. This was one of the first Bibles I ever got was the King James because they told me that's what you got to have because that's, that's, the, that's the one. I'm going to read out of the King James. Psalms 126, it says this. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. The Lord had done great things for us, whereof we're glad. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams of the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Here it comes. He that goeth forth and weepeth. This is King James. This is old school. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed. Mm shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Bringing sheaves with him. 
A, a, a sheaf is a bundle of harvest, a bundle of wheat, a bundle of barley. It's, that's a sheaf. A sheaf is a bundle. He said, you're not going to bring in a sheaf. You're going to bring in sheaves. Bundle loads are coming. And so I want to talk about that one phrase right there. He said, he that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed. So tonight, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about precious, we're going to call it sacred seed. Sacred seed. I got to sow some sacred seed. It's holy. It's, it's holy seed. I don't want to just scatter my seed. I don't want to just throw my seed on stony ground. I just don't want to throw my seed out there where the, the thorns can... Well, I'm getting ahead of my stuff, but it's okay. I don't want to throw my, my seed out there where the thorns can come up and choke it out. I want to put my seed in good ground. Good, fertile, rich plush, tilled up, ripe and ready, soil. Sacred seed. Somebody say sacred seed. Sacred seed. Not just any old seed, but sacred seed. I believe the Lord wants us to begin to get into the, to the uh, dimension, realm, area, space, whatever you want to call it, of beginning to sow sacred seed. Seed that is so sacred and so holy, it brings me a holy harvest. The seed, the sacred seed. We talked about tithe. We're, we're, we're all committing to the tithe, but we're not talking about that tonight. The tithe belongs to the storehouse. The seed belongs to the soil. The Lord will bless the seed. The tithe is his. It doesn't belong to me. The Lord said it does not belong to us. It's his, Right? So we're not asking him to bless that. That's what, that's, what, that's what bringing our funds and resources into the house takes care of lights and sheetrock and all the things that we need. That's, you understand that's what the tithe does, right? That's what helps the storehouse. Matter of fact, the prophet, the Lord spoke to the prophet and said, how can you live in luxurious houses while my house lies in ruins? That's convicting. Very convicting. That's why most of us don't like to go back to the Old Testament. We want to experience grace and Jesus and long hair and blue eyes and tan skin and sandals that are perfect and a flowing robe. We don't want to go to the Old Testament because the prophets will say, how can you live in luxurious houses while the house of God is in shambles? That's what it says. Flashing lights like we're at a disco, they're... On and off and on and off and thank God the, the buckets are out of the roof. And you know why that is? Do you want to think back? Can we go back and we talk about it all the time? You want to know why the buckets are not up there catching water that's leaking through the roof anymore? I'm 100% I'm, I'm convinced it's because of the seed we put in the ground to a local church right down the road. We took a $50,000 sacred seed and set it apart put it in elders' hands and said, you take this to work, you bleed, sweat, sleep, you take that, each elder passed it down and it became sacred seed. We put it in great soil called War Hill and, and, and when we put it in that ripe, fertile ground, it yielded a seed back to us, pressed down, shaken together and running over as the Lord began to bring it to us. But what happens is when he begins to do things like that, we get comfortable with the seed. We just get comfortable with it. And if we're not careful, we'll end up sitting on our seed instead of sowing the seed. I'm convinced the enemy is not devouring most of our seed. We're devouring it. He said, I will let you enjoy 90%. I'll let you have 90% of it. Just bring me the 10. But I can't bless the 10 because it's mine. I can bless what you give off the 90. Is this helping anybody? Is this? He said, I can't bless the 10. The 10's mine. Matter of fact, it's already blessed because it's mine. When you bring it, I'm going to bless everything in the house. Bring the whole tithes into the storehouse. But the seed, put it in the soil. From the, from the very beginning, from the foundation of the earth, the Bible has talked about seed and soil and seed time and harvest. Go to, go to Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Genesis 8, verse 22. I want you to see something. 
Genesis 8, 22. We okay? I, I believe the Lord is wanting to get us into a land flowing with milk and honey. And instead of trading time for money, I believe the Lord wants to start blessing us to, a, to, to such an absurd level that everything that we do and everything we touch doesn't turn to gold, it turns to God. It's holy. I can't explain it. I, I just can't explain the resources keep coming to me. You can't explain someday that the bonuses just keep showing up in your, in your envelope that you pick up on Thursday afternoon or Friday morning at work. You just, I can't explain it. The bonuses just keep coming. I don't know where they're coming from. That's where the Lord wants us to be, the windows of heaven. This is not popular teaching. The, the, the popular teaching is the church should be broke, the staff should be broke, the pastor should be broke. Jesus didn't have a place to lay his head. No, he didn't have a place to lay his head because he couldn't afford it. It's because they wanted to take it. They were trying to kill him. That's why he was having to go sleep on rocks and stuff. He could have afforded anything. I don't want to get into it, but they fought over his clothing because it was seamless. That's another, that's another teaching. Genesis 8, 22. Can we, can we see this right here? Genesis 8, 22. The Bible says in Genesis 8, verse 22, while the earth remaineth, don't you love the earth at the end of everything? While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night, shall not cease. Do y'all see that? Is that up on the screen? Y'all see that? While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest. This is the way, I hope you can see this. Seed time and can y'all see it? Should, I, should we get some strong men to put it up there on the platform? Can y'all see that? Can everybody see it? Can y'all see it way over in the signs? Okay. Seed time and harvest. That's the way we read it. That's not the way it applies. Tonight we're talking about kingdom principles. The gospel is broken up into two different areas. The person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. The person of Jesus gets in you. The principles of Jesus guide what surrounds you. The person of Jesus will get you to heaven. The principles of Jesus bring heaven to earth. This is the way we read it, seed time and harvest. That is not the intent. It's all through the scripture. You just have to know it and see it. That's not the way it's intended. That's not the way it's implied. This is the way it's implied. This is the way it works. Y'all see that? Yes, sir. This is the way it works. It's plant the seed, give it time, reap the harvest. But the problem is the church, maybe not you, but maybe it's just me, I want seed harvest. And we forget one major element that the Lord says is so crucial. That's good. That's good teaching. Lord, I need eight hands and 14 arms. I need... Uh. <laughs> time give it time watch this this is the beautiful thing when you keep putting seed in the ground seed 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 that's what I put in the ground not my tithe my offering the tithe is not the seed the tithe is his and the storehouse the seed is off the 90 what I bring in that he can bless. How do you rob me? In tithes and offerings. Not one or the other, both. They're tied together. I don't know why the Lord's not blessing me. Look at the amount of seed you have in the ground. If, you're, if what you have in your bank account, in your wallet, in your purse, doesn't look like your harvest, there's a great chance it's your seed. <laughs> the Lord's like, I don't know what to tell you. If you're looking at it, scratching your head going, I can't, I got more month than I've got money. You ever been there? I've been there. I got tired of that. We lived that life for a long time. We got tired of that. And no matter what we believed, fought over, cried over, complained about, 
If we didn't put that in the ground and give it this, we would never get this. When you learn to put your seed in the ground, good ground. We don't have time to go to Mark chapter 4 tonight. The four different types of soil. Don't get me wrong. I know the soil that I know the soil in Mark 4 is talking about the word. I get it. But the principle still applies. The products are different. It's the word of God in Mark 4 that he's talking about sowing. I understand. But the principle of Mark 4 is still applies here. You, how do you know? Because you can't take your seed and throw it out on the pavement asphalt out there and beg God to bring up a harvest and an orchard. You might have a sprig and, and you'll be mad at the sprig and blame God for the, for the harvest you didn't get because of the soil you put your seed in. And then, and then he said, there's a, there's, there's a seed that you can call a scattering seed. That's the seed you just walk out there and you're just throwing money everywhere. All these people that are sitting down in these casinos with slot machines and blackjack, they are scattering their seed on a soil they probably will never reap a harvest from. And they'll, they'll, they'll be mad and complain and just throwing it out there. Don't look now, we've done it too. I've scattered some seed out there and it never brought a harvest. And then, and then I went to the next type of soil, the stony soil, the rocky soil, and, and, and it kind of looks like decent ground, but it's very thin and it's, it's, it's not very deep and it's not broken up. It's kind of hard ground and I'm throwing my seed out there on hard ground and asking the Lord to bless it. And he's like, mm, I'd love to, but nobody's tilled that. Nobody's working that. You better put it in the ground where you see people working, things working. Why do you think the Lord is blessing this house and blessing you? Because what? It's working. It's thick soil. You've broken up the soil here with your prayer, intercession, your service. You're breaking up the fallow ground. Why does he always scream when he preaches? Because I'm passionate, number one. And number two, I spent 25 years of my life quiet as a church mouse. <laughs> and... And I refuse to do it anymore. I'm going to get loud and proud and bold as I can be. And, and I got to say this. When we put seed in the ground, just give it time, honey. It's, it's, a, it's a spiritual principle. It's a kingdom principle. You cannot put seed in good ground and it not reap a harvest. The problem is you canceled the seed's productivity when you don't give it enough time. And here's when you don't give it time. You start complaining. You start complaining, well, it didn't work, I'm going to pull it back. And you stop giving the seed, and then you'll get a harvest in due time. You'll get a harvest on that seed because it's a spiritual law. It's a, it's a kingdom principle. You can't do anything to break that principle. Right. Nothing. It's Genesis to Revelation. It's there. You can't do anything to, to, to violate that kingdom principle. What you can do, once you put seed in good soil, this is coming no matter what. It just won't be in full effect and full bloom because of what you do to cancel it out by your words and your doubt. You can't complain about the harvest you didn't get from the seeds you didn't sow. Me and Paula, me, I'll leave her out of it. I complained for years. I'm bringing my tithe into the storehouse and I'm not seeing the harvest. It took me years, because I'm a little bit slower than all y'all. It took me years to understand and set under good teaching that said, it's not your seed. The tithe is not going to get you into harvest land. That's to the, that's to the storehouse. It's the Lord's. What's going to bring you the harvest is putting that seed in good ground. Sacred seed. Prayed over seed. Not just scattering like some wild, you know, just throwing it out there everywhere. No, 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 no. No, I don't throw my money out there. I don't throw my resources out there anymore. Pray over that seed. Be careful because there's, there's, there's stony ground, stony seed. There's, there's thorns that could come up and choke out your seed. That's biblical. It's Mark chapter 4. 
There's wayside, just, just throwing your seed out anywhere and everywhere. Got to be careful. Even to the people. Oh, Lord Jesus. Why do I have to say the hard things? You think, some of us think, some of us think because we give to somebody else in the church that that's good soil to put it in. That's not true. That's not true. There are people in here that are good soil. There are families in here that are good soil. People have sown into us when I believed that we were doing the best we could to be good, good soil. We've sown into other people that the Lord puts on our heart and tells us they're good soil. The Lord will highlight people like that for you. If you let him, he will highlight them. He will tell you, sow into that person right there. The Spirit of God will speak to you. When he speaks, you, you put that seed in the ground, in that good soil, and the Lord will open up the windows of heaven for you. What he will not do, what he will not open up over you is when you scatter seed or you throw the seed onto thorny ground and it gets choked out or you throw the, the seed onto the stony ground and the sun scorches it. There was a time when a, when a gentleman, this is the hard thing I was going to tell you, not everybody in the church is good fertile ground. The church at large, not just this church, the church, the body. We were approached by a gentleman in a large church that came to me and said, I need money. I need this amount of money. I need $500. I said, Lord, I do too. He said, I need, I need it. I need it now. I, I got to pay off bills. My wife's going to divorce me and all this other stuff, and I got kids. I did not pray about it. I didn't, I didn't go to the Lord. I didn't commit it to sacred seed. I just, I just threw it out there on either, I don't know what you'd call it. It was either stony ground or it was the wayside seed or it was the thorny ground. I don't know. All I know is I didn't pray about it. I had it. We had it. I didn't pray about it. I didn't make it sacred seed. So I just threw it out there. And he told, I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. That was four years ago. We've not seen one penny. And, and, and the Lord, he kind of quickened me. One day I was like, Lord, you know, if, if we have it, it says to give it. He said, sacred seed, son. Don't blame me for the harvest you didn't get for the, for the seed you just threw out there. You didn't ask me about it. You didn't pray about it. I said, Lord, but he needed it. He said, and if, he, if you would have asked me, I would have told you what he's going to do with that money. But Lord, he's in church. Doesn't matter. You walking into McDonald's don't make you a Big Mac. <laughs> I, said, I said, but Lord, but Lord. He said, Marty, you need to move your butt. Marty, if you want me to give you the harvest... Sow the sacred seed in good ground, fertile ground, plush ground that can handle it. Then it'll bring a harvest, but you've got to give it time. So here's what Paul and I learned to do. Put a couple of seed in the ground, let it sit over time, it'll bring a harvest. So while that seed has moved over here into time, I don't know what that time is. It could be five years, it could be ten years, it could be like Jacob who sowed in the land. And in that year, he received a hundredfold. You don't know when in that year it was. I don't know if it's in the first month or the 11th month or the 12th month. I just know in that year. But, but even Jacob, Isaac, they, they, they sowed and they would, they would wait. Right? They would give it seed, time, harvest. Not seed, time, harvest. Seed, sit on it. Let the Lord do what he needs to do. Let, let, let the water hit it. Let it sit. You don't, a farmer doesn't plant the corn and sit there all night looking out the window going, where's the stalk? Where's the stalk? No, he gives it time. Give it time. But what we have figured out we want to help you with, I want to help me with, when I put five seed in the ground and then my five seed, I am terrible at this. I don't know why I even attempted. Uh, five seed, now they're in time, right? Now they're in kingdom time, marinating, permeating, ferminating, ferminating, whatever they do. Five of those seeds. Now it's moved out of my hands. When I release what's in my hand, God can release what's in his. If you don't release what's in yours, he doesn't release what's in his. It's kingdom principle. Whatsoever a man, that shall he also If you hold on to it, the Lord... It's up there going, man, I have such a bountiful 
I have sheaves for you. I have barns full waiting for your seed, but because your seed's not in fertile soil and it's not dedicated to me as sacred seed prayed over. Hello? Prayed over. Lord, this is, this is our seed. We work for this seed. We pray. Lord, we want to give it assignment. We want to give assignment to our seed in good, fertile ground. And so now the five seed that we've sown are now somewhere in time and kingdom and the Lord's kissing it and do whatever he does to bless it and then eventually he's going to release it back to us over here. But instead of five seed, it's like now, now it's like all these different, the problem now goes to we take all these seed and we'll eat it. All right, maybe not y'all. My family <laughs> will get all this harvest that comes back, promotion, raises, people just walk up to you. We have walked into church before. I walked into a church before in Gainesville, Georgia, and a little boy, probably seven years old, walks up to me and tugs, tugs on my pants, and I turn around, and he's down there, and he hands me an envelope. I open it up. It says, it says the Lord wants your, your obedience, not your sacrifice. Here's, here's $200. Go buy a suit. You're going to need it. Before I ever was called to ministry, preaching, anything. Remember that? You remember that? The Lord has a way of getting harvest to you. The problem is if we take that, well, because I used that number. If we take that $200, that little boy that brought, he didn't even know us. He's like six or seven years old. Hey, the Lord does give you this here. The Lord will use all these different ways to get the harvest to you, but if we were to take that 200 and ate that 200, then we have nothing to come back with as sacred seed. And we didn't take the tithe off that 200, which would have been what, $11? Is that right? It's $15, that's close, right? Okay, I'm just making sure we're all clear that the, the 10%, tithe is 10th. Should I tithe off the net or the gross? Do you want a net blessing or a gross blessing? The harvest is dictated by what you put in the ground as sacred seed. If it's gross, well, I get paid $192. I think I'm just going to give, I'm going to round it down instead of up. <laughs> Bless our darling hearts. The Lord is going, I want to open up the windows for you and you're worried about 27 cents that you're rounding down to to keep... Don't you know the Lord's out there going, what are you doing? Round up a thousand. <laughs> round, up, round up big time. Because I promise you, y'all heard the cliche quote, you can't outgive God. Well, it's true. It's cheesy and it's cliche, but that's the truth. You're not going to be able to put your sacred seed in the ground and trust it with time and not produce this massive harvest. It's just, the, that's just the, it's the kingdom principle. And so you take that 200 that came in, you tithe $19.37, right? No, $20 or 25 or 30 just depends on how much more seed you want to have to put in the ground. Right? It's not, God. it's like we're exchanging time for money. Don't get caught up in that trap. I lived it for many years. Punch the clock, punch the clock, punch the clock, nine to five, seven to seven, whatever we're doing, punch the clock. Trading my time for my money. You're not, watch this, I'm going to blow our minds. I hope so, I'm blowing mine. You're not compensated by the hour. If that were true, you could sit at home for that hour and make that money. You're compensated for the value you bring to that company for working that one hour. So don't let somebody tell you you make $12 an hour. No, I make $12 for the value I bring to the company right now. But I'm about to start making way much more than that because I'm going to bring more value to the company. Many of you are stuck in non-promotion land because you only bring it that much value and nothing else. Well, I'm going to stay right here. That's what the company's paying me for. I'm going to stay right here. And the company will always pay you that. Now, I'm not saying this every situation. I know sometimes you work your tail off and they still won't do it. Find another job. You're not a tree. Move. Start your own business. Well, I mean, mama said I can only work in this place and that place. Okay, then stop complaining about the harvest you're not getting for the seeds you can't sow because of... Yeah, I always get in trouble. I get in trouble. 
It's, it's the kingdom principle. I'm, I'm on, can somebody erase the board for me? Come, somebody help me out, Lord. I need 18. I need to be an octopus. Erase the board as best you can, James. Thank you. That kind of stepping up kind of stuff, James, will get you promoted in a hurry. <laughs> Y'all laugh. I'm telling, the exact, I'm telling the God's honest truth. You know why I'm able to preach and teach now? Because I was willing to go move stuff and remove carpet and paint walls and clean commodes. And, all, and I'm telling you. I'm telling you, don't look at the 20-something years later, almost, what, three decades in ministry, something like that. Don't look at the last 14 chapters over here. Look at the beginning. Promotion comes and you say, I'll help. Let me, put me in. Mm. Oh, my Lord. And sometimes your company won't compensate you for the value that you bring, but the Lord will compensate for that and bring other people around with a harvest for you because he sees what they don't see in you. And so he will be faithful on his part whether they are or not. What you do when nobody's looking, that's called character. And God looks at character. He honors character whether your boss can spot character or not. And if your boss can't spot character, you need to find another boss. Or you're going to be trapped in a job, and when you're 62 years old, you're going to say, well, this is all I got. And the Lord's going to say, look what I had for you. I believe when we get to heaven, I believe it. It's for eternity. It's a long time. There's a lot of video to watch. He's going to say, look at what I had for you. Do you see the people that I wanted you to reach? Do you see the resources I wanted to bring to you? Do you see the harvest I had for you? I was going to open up the windows of heaven, but you kept them locked. By the seed you didn't sow, the sacred seed you didn't sow. And so here, here's the, I'm going to end, I'm going to end with this. Kingdom principles of sowing sacred seed. I learned this a long time ago. This is not my brilliance. I just, I just duplicate what was given to me. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Some of you are pursuing knowledge. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. But nothing will ever replace what you can duplicate from a spiritual mother or spiritual father. You'll have it in your head the rest of your life, but what you have in your heart, why? Some things are taught, some things are caught. I caught something a long time ago. I think we're in the Baptist church. A long time ago that has stuck with me all these years. Three principles of sowing sacred seed. You can't break this law. It's going to, I'm telling you, it just, it's just a fact from the Word of God. Number one, when you sow sacred seed, you will always reap what you sow. Always. Kingdom principle. You need friendship? You need some friends? Show yourself friendly. So, fr so friendliness. You need finances? I'm fast forward from all the other stuff. You need finances? You need a harvest of finances? You need a miracle in your, in your finances for you and your spouse and your family? All right. So, you will always reap what you sow. If I put an apple seed in the ground and complain about apples coming up, I'm a fool. Wouldn't you call me a fool, Larry? If I want oranges to come up, I better put some orange seed in the ground. If I want corn to come up, I better put... Y'all get it, right? So when it comes to finances, we think something different. Finances are all through the Scripture. Deuteronomy says, you, you, we have no excuse to sit back and say, well, I didn't take algebra in class. I'm not good with math. I'm not good with accounting. I've got an excuse. I'm not good with accounting. The Lord says, I am the Holy One of Israel, your Lord, the Holy One of Israel, who teacheth you to profit. He will teach you to profit. He's teaching me to profit right now. In the past five years, the Lord is teaching me to profit. But be careful because people get mad at you when you start getting blessed. They'll be stressed because you're blessed because they're holding on to their seed while you're sowing yours and putting it out there in, in good soil. And so what will happen is you put, you put five seed here, give it time, wait for that 15, 20, 50 harvest come in. It won't be the same. 
Why? Because I'm going to show you. You always reap what you sow. Then number two, you'll always reap. Can I do this? Can I, can, what, what do you call that when you, yeah. You always reap more than you sow. It's a kingdom principle. You will always reap more than what you put in the ground. In good soil, you will always reap more than that. Kingdom principle. It's just the way it is. You, bring, you get paid $500 a week. You bring that $49. No. Thank you, Miss Kim. How much do you bring? At least 50 or more. Depends on what kind of harvest I, I want. On top of that tithe, the tithe is not the seed. Okay, so I'm bringing, I'm bringing the 50 out of the 500 belongs to the Lord, right? We're going to simplify this because I'm a simple man. Got my 500, I'm bringing 50 is my tithe. Right? So how much do I have left? No, I don't because I'm going to bring an offering. <laughs> so, so depending on what that offering is, do, do, do the math. And, and some people will tell you, you know, you got to do the math on what your uh, bills are. I encourage you to do that if that's what they tell you to do. It just never works out that way for us. We could, we, we could add up all of our bills back when we were broke as a joke. We were broke, busted, and disgusted. I was making $178 a week as a 26-year-old man. Bring home. $178.88. People were bringing more than that home like when Paul was making tents. <laughs> Here I am as a 26-year-old man, married, Kid on the way making 178.88 to the penny. And we still would bring our little tithe to the church. And then we'd bring that little offering. Because we knew the Lord couldn't bless the tithe. That's his. He could bless our offering. And we, Paula, if we did the math, you know it as well as I do. We did the math. We'd scratch our heads going, we have more month than money, but yet we never ran dry. Josh, the barrel kept filling up. How did it happen? People would walk up to us at church. People would see us on the street. People would call us on the phone. I don't know why the Lord's telling me to do this, but he's telling me to give you this. Well, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. You, it, it just works. And so whatever you have that, that, out of that 450, whatever your bills come out to, you do the math. But I promise you, I promise you the trouble is not the seed eater anymore. The problem is not the devil coming to eat your seed. In Malachi, he said, I'll rebuke the devourer for you. He's rebuking the devourer, but the reason your seed's not there is because somebody else is eating it. You, the family, entertainment, Netflix. Well, everybody's got to have a cell phone. Really? I didn't have one. <laughs> I had a beeper. <laughs> But I mean, think about it. We get caught up in a society that says you gotta have this, you gotta have that, you gotta have that. And, and, and I feel like our seed gets sucked up in what the world tells us we have to have and not what the Lord's telling us to plant. I told you I'd give you three. There's two. This is, this is not the fun one. You'll get mad at me. Many of you will already, you'll, you'll get up and leave. <laughs> you always reap in a different season. Always. It's biblical. You always reap what you sow. Genesis 1.11 says this. And we can stand to our feet. We'll close. Genesis 1.11 says this. Can, can I read it to you? Genesis 1, 11, reads this way. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself. The seed is in itself. Lord, I need a harvest of finances. Okay, the seed is in the finances. There's no other way around it. You want the Lord to bless your, your, your finances? In tithes and offerings, he said. Then I'll open up the window. Not one or the other. 
Both. Both. So when I bring my seed, sacred seed, prayed over, Lord, this is holy unto you. I know it is. It's holy unto me. It's my blood, sweat, and tears. My family. Lord, we're sacrificing to put this seed in the ground, knowing that if we give it time, the harvest is coming. According to your word in Genesis 8, 22, seed time and harvest will never cease. Just like night follows day, cold, winter, it will always, it's perpetual. Seed time and harvest. So, so the, the beautiful thing is when we get seed in the ground during this time, remember I had the circle here of time, when you're giving it time to wait for the harvest, the beauty is if you can go back and, pay, and, and place more sacred seed in the ground while you're waiting on that other initial seed to bring in the harvest. And so by the time that five gets over to the 50 and 50 more seeds come back to you or 100 or whatever, I'm not saying the Lord's going to give you 50. Y'all know I'm speaking general terms. Well, Pastor Marcy said if I gave $10, I can get 100 back. I didn't get 100. I got 99.9. When you put your seed and give it time, somewhere between time and harvest, I encourage you to find more seed to put back in good ground. Because eventually, this thing becomes a cycle that the Bible says the reaping will overtake the sowing. Meaning, you can't get the wheelbarrows fast enough to the barn, more seed just keeps falling out of the windows of heaven. And I'm running back and forth. I'm putting barrel, a wheelbarrow in Paul's hand, like Madison Carson, get a wheelbarrow. Harrison, help out. We got so much seed coming from the windows of heaven, we can't get it in and out fast enough. Why? Because the Lord told Abraham, I desire to bless you to be stingy. That's not what he said, Jim. Y'all know I get serious when I get up here. He said, I, Abraham, I will bless you to be a blessing. We lived too long where we couldn't be a blessing. We would sit on front rows and third rows and 22nd rows back, my friend. And when Ed, Pastor Todd and Pastor Karen, this is all we've ever known in ministry. We have never known another pastor but these two. Never. We're a blessed family. I'd sit back there, sit up here, sit over there. Pastor Todd or Pastor Karen get up. We got a guest speaker coming through. Want to bless the woman of God or bless the man of God or bless the worship team of God or bless the well, whoever's coming through. And me and Paula would sit there and look at each other. Tears in our eyes would say, can we, can we give, can we give $15? I'm serious. Can we give $20? And boy, sometimes she'd feel the Holy Ghost hit her in those services, you know, in the Pentecostal service, the Holy Ghost hit you. I'd say, babe, because they'd ask us sometimes. Grab your spouse's hand. Pray. The Lord's going to give you a number. Share that number with your spouse and see if it matches up. Mine never matched hers. What I heard, I heard give 25. She'd say, well, Marty, I felt like the Holy Spirit told me to give 250. I said, the devil is a lie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Paula, what are you talking And we would, and we would, we would have to pray, can we give 15 to 20 bucks? And man, tears, because I mean, 178 88 a week. Well, that was my check. 178.88. Nine months. We never missed a beat. We're still here. We made it. Now we're on the other side of it. Because we'd pray and be faithful with that $10 or $15 or $3 or whatever we could put in there. And the Lord said, I see that. When nobody else sees it, I see that. Jesus went into the temple, the synagogue, and he looked at what everybody was giving. Don't, don't forget that. In the New Testament, Jesus said, I'm looking. When nobody else knew, the Lord saw us. And he opened up the windows of heaven. So don't, don't get mad. 
Don't get mad when the shoes I wear, the watch I wear, the belt I wear. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Because you don't know what we give. You don't know the ministries we get to support. We get to support ministries now. We get to sow into the North Georgia Revival. Don't get mad at me because you know why? Your words, they won't matter to me anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm past that. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to live kingdom. I'm not scratching around with turkeys. We're flying with eagles. Hello. And don't, I got to close. Don't, don't get mad because you have no idea. The Lord may have told us. The Lord spoke to some of you to bless somebody else but they cursed their seed before you could give it because of their actions, things they did, things they said, things they drank, things they smoked. I got to quit. I'm getting in trouble. That's scattering your seed. We want to sow good seed, sacred seed. You'll always reap what you sow, more than you sow, and in a different season than you sow. It's all in the Word, different seasons. Give it time. Look at your neighbor and say, give it time. The Lord has blessed so many of you. I still believe, I, I believe it with all my heart, there'll be a million dollar seed coming to this house. And most of you, when I said that, you're, ooh, ah, it's kingdom. It's kingdom. The Lord can trust us and trust this house. When you give $500,000 to missionaries who are on the field right now in Romania, in West Africa, in Kenya, and this weekend in the country of Georgia, which is just right there around Russia, Turkey, this weekend a missionary is going over there. So, so the Lord need, he. He knows what this house is going to do. And He can trust us. He can. Because He can trust you. Lift your hands. Lord, tonight, I thank You that You're moving on the hearts of me, Your people. Lord, we want to put sacred seed in sacred ground and watch sacred time and sacred harvest do their thing so that the kingdom of heaven could be advanced. Lord, so that we could be blessed to be a blessing. Lord, we want to do great things for You. You can trust us with it. We won't waste the seed. We'll always make sure it goes into good, good soil, Lord. Cause favor and pro promotion and blessings to come on these, your children, who sow those sacred seeds. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, did you receive it tonight? I receive it. I receive it. I'm receiving it. All right, be blessed. We'll see you at prayer Saturday night. Anything else? Yes, we need, we need teams to come pray over the prayer cloths.